So, who is ready for some week six talk, a week five recap? Talk about what Frank, what the release of Le'Veon Bell means for the Jets and much more. So, low run friends inside the NFL starts right now. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Loro and Friends inside the NFL. I am your host, Loro. With me today, we're going to get Ben Curse on here in just a minute. We have Kenny and CJ, my guys, on our show today. So, fellas, how are you guys doing today? Pretty good, Lorenzo. How about you? Doing well. I mean, uh, just hanging in there. We got a lot of sports going on. The Dodgers are about to uh, win game through the NLCS. I don't know if any of you follow baseball, but but CJ, how's it going as well? All is well, man. Doing, doing well. So we Good missed you last on. week. So we got a lot to discuss here. So breaking news to talk about here is that Le'Veon Bell is released by the New York Jets. And I'm going to tell you guys, I think the Jets are not going to even win a game this year. Kenny, I'm going to start with you on this one. Do you think with the Jets releasing Le'Veon Bell, do you think the Jets are going to be the third team to go 0-16 in this modern era? Uh, I think they're going to win a uh, win. Mm. I don't think they're going to go in 16. All right. So, Ben, welcome to the show. We just, since you're just joining us, we're talking about Le'Veon Bell being released by the New York Jets. So, Ben, welcome. So, tell us what you think about if the Jets are going to, if the Jets are going to go 0 in 16. Well, uh, hi, Laura, and everybody else. Uh, thank you for uh, having me on once again tonight. Uh, in terms of your question about Le'Veon Bell, I've been seeing, uh, in terms of the Jets, first of all, I think that it was right for them to move on. I know Adam Gase said today that, uh, you know, it was a tough decision, but he was ready for him to make his change. I knew Le'Veon wants to go to a, uh, a team in his contention, and uh, I've been hearing rumblings that he might be making a decision as early as tomorrow. Um, there's been a lot of rumblings from tonight that the Chiefs are really high on him. Uh, the other teams are the Raiders, the Patriots, the Dolphins, and the Bears, so... Uh, there is some speculation that I've been seeing. Obviously, I'm, uh, you know, I'm just taking a look at that. But, um, but I just, I don't know. I think, I think the Jets really want. I don't know if 
they're going to go on 16 by any means, but uh, they obviously have a lot of issues uh, with their front office and uh, obviously Sam Darnold. I know, who knows if he's going to be you know gone after this season. Maybe they go after and you know get Trevor Lawrence number one uh, pick. So uh, there's a lot to this uh, situation, Laura. So yeah, there's a lot of stuff to talk about there. So CJ, we'll just have to so CJ. I'm going to get to you next. So, do you think the Jets go 0-16 now that they release Le'Veon Bell? I mean, it's, it's, it's possible. I mean, we have to see what happens maybe like around week 8, week 9. Uh, they just don't have the talent. Uh, they just really don't have the talent on the team. You know, like, you know, Donald, he's not a quarterback, but that roster is really depleted right now. So, um Will it, will it happen? I'm not sure, but I think, I think it's a high possibility just because of the coach and, you know, they lost their two best guys. In one, in one yeah, absolutely. I mean, that's a lot to talk about here. But also other news to talk about is the NFL is going to uh, re- to uh, is going to uh, postpone the 2020 Pro Bowl. The 2022 Pro Bowl is awarded to Las Vegas. It was supposed to be this sh- uh, in, in January 2021, but obviously there is no Pro Bowl this year, so – Basically, guys, we are not – honestly, I mean, I'm not really a big fan of the Pro Bowl, so we can just focus on the playoffs and Super Bowl. So, guys, do you think that this was right for the NFL to cancel the Pro Bowl this year? Kenny, I'll start with you. Um, yeah, I'm not a big Pro Bowl guy, so, um, I mean, I can't, I, I can't really say if it, if it was a good decision or a bad decision. Um, I, I don't think it really matters either way, but uh, – but I'm actually surprised that the Pro Bowl gets a lot of ratings. Yeah, the Pro Bowl does get a lot of ra- uh, ratings, that's for sure. So, Ben, are you are you surprised at all that the Pro Bowl is just canceled this year? I'm uh, not at all. Um, I think that I've never been a Pro Bowl uh, in terms of the, in terms of that situation at all. Uh, never liked it. Um, but uh, what I do think that they're uh, trying to figure out is. It's the matter of uh, if they want to have more extended uh, postseason uh, because there's going to be a lot of reshuffling as it's already been with the NFL season. And, um, you know, I think that's what we're going to have to kind of see at this point. Uh, you know, there's, there's probably going to be a lot of games pushed after the last weekend of the regular season. So if, if for, for instance, like the Patriots did, they moved the uh, – they had their bye week on this past weekend, and they have a game this weekend against the Broncos. If they, for some odd reason, have another post, post postponement, you know, later on the season, there's no way that they can make it up. So they might have to push it back. And, that, and for that case, you know, like a week like the Pro Bowl, in which they – even though they might get some ratings here and there, they could still get ratings for these other games that will be made up. So I think that – uh, it's there was the right move to to uh, to get rid of it, and they're going to have some activities for guys that aren't going to be in contention of the playoffs anyway. So there's there's going to be stuff going on, uh, so the guys can still stay involved. That for those who make the playoffs, that turn out to just be really deserved, uh, you know, stars in the league. Oh, okay. So that being said, everybody, uh, now let's talk about some week some some of the past games recaps. So week. So we're going to do the uh, week five recap. So uh, let's start off with, so there was no Patriots game going on. So I'm going to start with Kenny with this one. So the LA Rams defeat the Washington football team 30 to 10. So Kenny, I mean, 
the Rams are better than they were last year. But the LH, but the uh, LA, uh, but the Washington football team just continues to have problems. So, Kenny, what do you think? How do you think this Rams team is doing? How do you, why is this Rams team you think is getting better from the get go? Do you think that this team right now is better without Todd Gurley despite starting four and one? Uh, it's too early to say, Lorenzo. Um, but it's, um, I mean, it's it's too early to say. Uh, I, I still, I, I mean, I'm just, I just want to see more, uh, more from, uh, uh, just more from Daryl Henderson and, um, and Malcolm Brown and um, and Cam Akers. I just want to see them continue to uh, to de- to develop. Um, but uh, I think the you know the passing game is back to normal. Uh, the defense is getting better. Uh, but look, they they played, they played a, um, they played a terrible team. Um, but they got, I mean, they're playing the Niners. Actually, no, they're playing. Yeah, wait. Yeah, they're playing the Niners on. Yeah, they're playing the Niners on Sunday. Yeah, the we'll on Sunday. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, it, who knows? I mean, that that should be a tough game. Um, yeah, I know the Niners didn't uh, uh, didn't play well last Sunday, but. Um, but they're. I know they're gonna look. Uh, I know they're gonna try to bounce back. So they're gonna do everything they can uh, uh, to win this game. So it's it should, So let's. So uh, we we, sh- we shall wait and see. Yes, we'll wait and see. So actually, I'm gonna stay with you on this one, Kenny. So the Philadelphia Eagles came so close to beating the Pittsburgh Steelers. So from that perspective, Kenny, with the Eagles almost winning. You think the Eagles are pretty much getting better since since their tie with Cincinnati? Um, I'm still worried about the offensive line, Lorenzo, because um, the defense, you know, they're struggling to get off the field, um, and you know, offense turning the ball over at a critical time. So, I mean, um. If, if, so Doug Peterson, he needs an offensive coordinator. He's trying to do, he's trying to, you know, do everything himself, uh, everything by himself. Uh, so um, either either promote Deuce Daly or or the quarterbacks coach, uh, Press Taylor, uh, Zach Taylor's brother. Um, but um, but here's here's the thing. Um, they're playing the Ravens at home next week. So let's, yeah, they are in week six. They so are. That's, that's going to yeah. be a hard game. Yeah, that's going to be that's going to be a tough test uh, for this Eagles team. Yes, it's going to be a tough tough uh, test. But also, you're right, Kenny. Make, have Doug let Doug Peterson get an offensive coordinator so that he doesn't have to do a lot. Yeah. So we'll yeah. Uh, get to talk about that in just a minute, Kenny. But also. Let's talk about the Chargers and Saints. I'm going to get your perspective on this. And you're also from L.A. I, we, the Chargers put up a good fight. They started out good. But the Saints and Drew Brees came to the rescue and won. What was your thoughts on this Monday night thrilling overtime win for the, for the uh, New Orleans Saints against the Los Angeles Chargers? Um. You know, it was, it was a very good game, very entertaining. Um, you know, you know, it sucks. I mean, uh, 
unfortunately for Justin Herbert, um, he didn't, uh, his team just couldn't get the win. Uh, but, you know, hey, the Chargers, I, I want to say this, they're getting better. Um, uh, you know, they're, they're young. Um, and once they get more experienced, I think they're going to they're going to be in they're going to be a playoff team. Um, you know, but uh, so you know, but uh, what were you going to say, Kenny? Because you're saying that the Chargers, when they get more experience, they're going to be a playoff team post in the post uh, Rivers era. Is that what you were saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. And also, um, you know, Drew Brees, um, man, I, I have to say that his age is, you know, I think it's safe to say that his age has caught up to him. It kind of has in some way, but the, but hey, as long as the Saints keep winning games, it doesn't really matter about Drew Brees' age. Drew Brees can still get it done. The Saints have now become a run first team as Drew Brees has been giving the ball to Alvin Kamara a lot lately. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying here. So with that being said, let's move on to some of our picks. So uh, let's start with our Sunday night pick since there's no Thursday night football tomorrow. So the L.A. Rams take on the 49ers. So, Kenny, I'm going to start with you. I picked the Rams to win this game by three. Kenny, you think the Rams are going to come into San Francisco on a Sunday night and beat the Niners by by a close margin, but I, I just don't see it being a blowout. Yeah, um, I think the – I think the Rams are going to win this game by possession. Um, yeah, that, just like I said, I think Jimmy. Uh, I think the 49ers are going to bounce back from you know last the Sunday's blowout lo- uh, loss to the Dolphins. Um, look, I'm not going to I'm not going to count out Jimmy Garoppolo just yet. I mean, I know he was benched. Um, you know, and I know Vince is probably frustrated right now because you know, you know Jimmy Garoppolo is getting paid a lot of money. Um, you know, it, with that $137 million contract, I mean, yeah, I mean, how, I mean, how do you show up, how do you show, how do you, how do you show up with that kind of performance? Wasn't so, really a good uh, performance after all for Jimmy Garoppolo. I mean, that was, that was un, uh, that was unintentional by the way he played last week. Yeah. Uh, look, I hope Jimmy Garoppolo bounces back. I mean, I, I don't I don't wish him I don't I don't I I don't wish him to you know uh, to struggle or, or anything but um, but you know I expect but I expect him to uh, bounce back but um, they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna be a different team than they were uh, last week yes but I still expect the Rams to pull it off late in late in, late in the fourth quarter absolutely now let's go to Ben so. The Rams are taking on the 49ers, and I know you like Jimmy Garoppolo. Who do you pick to win the Sunday Night Football game between the Rams and 49ers, and why? Uh, I'm picking the Niners to win just because I think the Niners are extremely motivated after their debacle last week against the Dolphins. I think that uh, they got a lot of their guys back with Debo Samuel, George Kittle, Raheem Mostert. I think their offensive line is going to get up to the challenge against a really good uh, front from the Rams. Uh, I, I just think that, that the Niners really have something to prove after really back-to-back weeks of um, tough games. One was a blowout, and the other one was a close game that they could have won against the Eagles. So I think that, you know, the Rams, obviously, 
have had a decent start. They've they've played a couple teams, you know, on the Washington football team, the Giants, a couple teams that they they should be able to beat. Not taking anything away from Rams in terms of that because there's not really nothing you can control with that schedule that they have. So, uh, but I think the Rams are an extremely good team. I just think that it's going to be a close one, and I think it can come down to a final drive where Jimmy G. We'll off. see about that. So, CJ, I'm going to go to you next. Do you, who do you pick to win between the Rams and the 49ers and why? We both, Kenny and I both have the uh, Rams. So does Ben and uh, you. Go, and Ben has the Niners. And what about you? Yeah, I'm going to go with the Rams. I think they have a really good uh, running game. I like the way golf played last week. I just think the Niners, I just think they have too many injuries right now. Garoppolo is clearly not 100% uh, looking at last game against the Dolphins. So, um, you know, it's a divisional game. So I think it's going to be close. I think the Rams are It should be a very good game on Sunday night. It should, it, should, it should be. So, with that being said, let's go on to Monday night football. So, the Chiefs play the Bills. So, last week, the Bills lost. To, this past Tuesday, which was last night, the Bills lost to the Tennessee Titans. And, Kenny, I'm going to start with you. You know Andy Reid very well. You know Sean McDermott well from their days in Philadelphia. They get to coach against each other. And who do you and, yeah. and who do you pick to win this game and why? I'm picking the Chiefs to win to beat the Bills by three, just so that the Bills have a two game losing streak before their Week Eight matchup against my New England Patriots. Who do you like and why? Um, I, I like the Bills in, in this game to, to bounce back from uh, you know last night's loss, uh, last night's blow up, blow up, uh, blowout loss to the Titans. Um, I don't see the Bills losing back to back. Like, this is Sean McDermott's team, uh, coach the team, not Dick Jaron's coach the team. Um, I mean, you know, and pl- and plus the Bills are at home, so um, I think the Bills are going to bounce back from from la- last night, and you know, and you know, um, there's also no way the Chiefs are going to lose two straight games. But are you saying that the Chiefs could get on a mid- oh wait 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 wait. Oh, wait, uh, yeah, 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 I totally forgot about the Chiefs uh, lo- losing to the Raiders. Uh, uh, Raiders last week. Um, so, okay, all right. I changed my pick. I think the Chiefs are gonna uh, are gonna win this game because of Patrick uh, Patrick Mahomes and the way the Bill. I mean, the Bills' uh, defense played um, uh, last night against the Titans. Um, that's not good news as they'll, they'll be facing Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, the Bills' defense is well coached. But they can really recover, as if you know what I mean. But I'm saying is that I'm hoping the Bills lose yeah. so that come week eight, this game could really determine who's the best team in the AFC East between the Patriots and the Bills. So we're going to talk about Cam Newton and Stephon Gilmore's return in just a minute. So, Ben, I'm going to go with you next. So we both like, we, we are very familiar with both teams that have made a rivalry with the New England Patriots. So who do you like to win this game and why I pick Kansas City? What about you, Ben? I'm going with the Chiefs. I think that, uh, you know, they've had a lot of – though the only thing about the Bills that they might have the advantages is their defense because the uh, offense has been very vulnerable the last several weeks with the Chiefs. I think that if they got Tredavious White back, that their secondary, they're able to match up with a lot of the explosiveness on the Chiefs. But I think at the end of the day, uh, they're going to find different ways to move down the football – Andy Reid knows how to figure ways to bounce back from games. Uh, you know, they had kind of a similar hiccup last year in their schedule uh, in terms of where they had a tough game and they came back and uh, really bounced back. So 
I, I expect them to come uh, back and ready to go. Uh, the Bills yesterday, I know it's just from one sample size, but they really kind of looked like the Bills that they've kind of been accustomed to. A really good team, but uh, I think that, you know, they kind of came back to earth. I think a lot of people maybe overhyped them a little too much, but uh, I think that both teams are really good and. I'm expecting it to be a good one, but the Chiefs, Chiefs are going to win by three. That's for sure, Ben. So, CJ, so CJ I'm going to go to you. So, I picked the Chiefs to beat to, to beat the Bills. Obviously, Buffalo is off to a great start, four and one, but they're in first place. So, CJ, who do you pick between the Chiefs over the Bills, and why? Roll over Kansas City. I think, uh, uh, you, know, I, you know, the Bills. Yeah, they, they got demolished. They got demolished yesterday, but. They're going to come out playing inspired ball. Stay in Buffalo. You know, there's no fans, but, you know, you still want to still want to defend home court. Um, those, those W's matter. Um, but, you know, I, think, I just think Kansas City's going to come out and play inspired, especially on defense. Um, I could potentially see a shootout, maybe. Um, both, both defenses struggled last week. So you got two guys that, you know, push the ball down the field. So Yeah, you're talking about – you're alluding to, like, how Patrick Mahomes and Josh Allen – They'll throw these deep balls very well. And also, what I'm hoping is by the time the Patriots play their Week 8 matchup against the uh, Buffalo Bills, it could, this will really tell who's the best team in the AFC East. Yeah, for sure. I'm really looking forward to that matchup. Uh, hopefully, you know, Cam can come back against the Bills. I love those. Uh, and I'm sure you'll have to talk about in a few. But, uh, but yeah, back, back to the Chiefs game, I just think um, they're going to be able to just – Push the ball down the field. I don't think Tredavious White is going to be able to play. If he's, if he's not healthy, uh, look for Tyreek Hill to get, you know, get open really quick. Um, you know, also, Travis Kelsey as well, big time tight end. So, um, I think there's going to be a lot of points, similar to possibly that uh, Raider, Raider Chief game. But I think the, the, the Chiefs come out on top. Absolutely. The Chiefs are going to come out on top after a disappointing loss to the, uh, the Raiders last week. So, with that being said, the next Monday night game we're going to talk about next is the Arizona Cardinals, Kyler Murray going up against the Dallas Cowboys. Oh, but on the Cowboys side, Dak Prescott's out for the year. That was a gruesome ankle injury, but he'll be back stronger than ever. The Cardinals, on the other hand, won their game last week against the Jets, but looking to continue their surprising start. So, Kenny, I'm going to start with you in this one. We know the AFC, the NFC West very well because you also follow the Rams, but you also see the Arizona Cardinals play, but they're off to a very good 3-2 and two start, better than they were last year. And the Cowboys, on the other hand, they are playing without Dak Prescott, but still in first place in the NFC East, by far the worst division in football. So i am go first with this pick. I picked the Arizona Cardinals to win this game because I think Kyler Murray's going to come in the big D, and that offense is going to really wear out the Dallas Cowboys' uh, atrocious defense. Kenny, who do you like in this game and why? Yeah, I like the Cardinals to win this game because of Kyler Murray. Um yeah, I think Kyler Murray is going to, I mean, wear that defense down. Yes, because of his running ability and how he and how he does his pistol reads and all that. But on the other side, for the Cowboys, they're going to start Andy Dalton. This is going to be his first start of the season as the backup quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys. And with that being said, do you still think the Cowboys have enough to win the NFC East without Dak Prescott? Uh, oh, yes, absolutely. This division is still wide open. Um, but who, it, um, 
I've, I, don't, I don't know if I said this um, previously, but I'm going to say, eh, I'm going to say, I'm, I'm going to say, it. whoever comes out of this division is going to be one and done in the playoffs. Is that what you think? Absolutely. What do you, so how do you think the Cowboys are going to recover from this Dak Prescott loss? That's the question that everybody wants to know. Since you're, you, you know, you see Dak Prescott a lot when the Eagles play the Cowboys, and it's always fun to see Dak versus Carson Wentz. How do you think the Cowboys are going to recover from this loss for, for Dak Prescott? Um, look, uh, you know, they're not going to see, you know, wheels from Andy Dalton. You know, you know, Andy Dalton, he can't scramble like Dak Prescott. So um, that's going to be a disadvantage for, the, uh, for their offense. I think they're going to miss that. Um, so uh, they're going to have to rely more on Zeke. You know, for the Zeke will pop uh, Zeke to carry them uh, over the finish line. I still think the Cowboys are going to be running the football a lot, but I think Andy Dalton's going to hand the ball off to Zeke. But he'll also make some really good passes to Amari Cooper, Michael Gallup, and Ceedee Lamb. Oh but yeah! All in all, this Cowboys team is not lost. They're not done yet. Yeah, because it's a weak division. Very weak. So Ben, I'm going to go with you next. So who do you like? in this game between the Cowboys and Cardinals and why? I'm going to go with the Cardinals in this game. Uh, fun fact, I, I think I read this. What were you saying about Kyler Murray? The Dallas Cowboys defense, uh, you know, they were in a dog fight with one of the worst teams in football. It's a lot. Uh, so obviously Paris attack was, uh, you know, strong recovery because he was, he's pretty much the focal point of that team and to lose him. And I think Andy Dalton's a very serviceable uh, quarterback, but obviously, you know, he's very turnover savvy, uh, from his days from Cincinnati. Uh, but, uh, I think that he has a lot of uh, playmakers around him with Zeke and CeeDee Lamb, Amari Cooper. Uh, so he has that part, but the defense is just too suspect right now. Uh, you know, you have to face guys like Christian Kirk, DeAndre Hopkins, Kenyon Drake, Kyler himself, because he's, he has a run threatening him. So uh, I'm picking the Cardinals in this game. I just think that they have what it takes to go in there and uh, be able to put up a lot of points. And I'm just not sure now, especially now without Dak, if they're able to kind of match up the same amount of uh, you know, point scoring that the Cardinals might be able to win and see, that's for sure. Ben, but CJ, I'm going to go with you next. So who do you like between the Cardinals and Cowboys and why? I pick the Cardinals because that offense is going to really wear out this uh, Dallas Cowboys defense. Yeah, Dallas defense is terrible. Uh, it's not disciplined. Moving to that new, moving to that new uh, scheme from, uh, from a 4-3 to a 3-4. Uh, taking the time to adjust. Uh, their secondary is not going to be really good, so. You know, I look for Kyler to throw the ball down the field for guys like, you know, Isabella, obviously DeAndre Hopkins, and Larry Fitzgerald. So, um, I think Kyler's going to put up a lot a lot of yards, a lot of touchdowns. Um, you know, Dallas, you know, they can run the ball. They still have the talent outside of obviously losing back. Uh, Bowles is a serviceable quarterback. You know, he has, he has good moments here and there. Um, you know, but, you know, but, but the uh, Cardinals, they lost Chandler Jones for the season. So, that was a big loss uh, with the bicep injury. So, I feel like they're going to try to put eight in the box and try to stop Zeke. Um, but if they're not able to do that, you know, they can, they can try to control the clock. But they still have playmakers on the outside that, that uh, don't get the ball to. So 
think it's gonna be a. I, I don't think it's gonna be a blowout. Um, I think I think the Cardinals may get them like maybe by like ten points or so. But um, I think I think they just have a better quarterback and a, and a better team right now. So. Absolutely. So with that being said, let's go to our locks and upsets in Week Six. So I'm gonna go first with this pick, with my picks, with my locks and upsets of Week Six. So my first lock. I have is the Patriots over the Broncos in a lock. So Ben and CJ stay, stay right where you are. We're going to be talking about that game in just a minute. And then the Browns and the Steelers is my upset special of the week. So Kenny, who do you have? What games are you picking as your lock and upset for week six? Um, let's see. Yeah, so my locks are Cardinals over the Cowboys, of course, and um, and and uh, my upset, I'm gonna go with the Panthers. Uh, to upset Ooh, the Bears. man, um, they're yeah. they're roll, they are yeah, going for it. Yeah, because the Panthers are on a three game winning streak. I didn't expect this, uh, you know, to happen, but um, but Teddy Bridgewater, he's playing really well. Um, so, uh, so I, I'm gonna say the odds are in their favor. Um, and my other lock, um, I'm gonna uh, my other lock. I'm gonna say uh, Titans over the. Ooh, Texans. that's a good one. I mean, I, I I'm I'm with you on that one. I mean, Tennessee played well last week. We're gonna talk about that game in just a minute. So I'm gonna go with Ben and CJ. Who do you have your locks and upsets of Week Six? I'm going to go, CJ, you go first. Uh, locks, you know, of course, you know, New uh, England over, over Denver. Uh, and then my other lock would be, let's see what we got here. It's going to be some good games. I think, uh, yeah, and I'll say, I'll say Arizona versus the Cowboys. And my upset. My upset is uh, Panthers and the Bears. I agree with Kenny. I think um, you know, they're playing really well. Really great ball. Robbie Anderson is moving, moving the ball down the field. Teddy looks good. That defense is still still solid. Big test against Chicago. But um, I think they can get it done. I think they're at home, too. And then, uh, yeah, those, those are my two locks. And, and what about you, Ben? Who, who's your locks and upsets for, uh, for uh, week six? So, Patriots Broncos is for sure a lock, and then my upset special is the Browns over the Steelers. Go ahead. Go ahead, Ben. Hello, Ben. Are you there? Ben, are you there? All right, so we're dealing with technical issues. So, uh, uh, with that being said, uh. Let's also talk about our uh, – let's talk about the Patriots-Broncos game. So, CJ, I'm going to go start with you. So, Cam Newton is going to be back this week. And also, and also, which what I was going to say is that uh, – what I was going to say is that Stephon Gilmore could be playing this game. So, what do you think the Patriots need to do to bounce back after a tough loss to the Chiefs last week? It was a very disappointing loss two weeks ago, and then they had the unexpected buy – and then the t- and then they're going to be playing the Denver Broncos this week. So two and two, Patriots should go three and two. Yeah, yeah we should. We should honestly. Um, obviously, with the uh, the COVID positive tests put a hold on the season for a little bit. But uh, 
you know, Cam being out, that was a big loss against Kansas City. I felt like if he were playing, we would have been able to win that game just because of how well, how well the defense played in that first half. Uh, but, you know, against, against, this, against this Denver team, they don't have, I don't, I don't believe, or I'm not sure, I'm not sure they're going to have Melvin Gordon after the, uh, the arrest today. So uh, we'll see if they're going to be able to run the ball successfully. Um, I love our defense. We want to be able to pound the ball. Pound the ball. I look for I look for Jimmy to have a really good game as well. And well, didn't play well against the Chiefs. So I think he's going to bounce back and play bounce back and play well with Cam there being on the center now. Obviously Hoyer and instead of uh, I'm so glad we got Cam because <laughs> those guys are terrible, man. So, <laughs> uh, but uh, you know I think Denver, you know Big Fangio. You know, he knows how to coach defense, so it's going to be a, a nice chess battle between between two really good defensive minds, Belichick and, and, and Bangio. But uh, I think uh, I think we'll come out on top as long as we control the clock, play possession, and make sure we get in the red zone. If we don't give up. Make sure we get touchdowns instead of field goals. That's, that's how you beat bad teams. You get touchdowns instead of field goals. Absolutely. So Ben, uh, you disconnected on me a little. So who are your two locks and upsets of Week Six, and also tell me what to expect on uh, for, on for uh, Sunday's Patriots and Broncos game. Go ahead. Yeah, so before I get to that, let me just do my locks and upsets quickly. So my locks are going to be the Patriots and Broncos, uh, Patriots over Broncos, and then I'm going to go with the Dolphins over the Jets. And then my upset, I know it's not really much of an upset, but I think a lot of people aren't picking the Bucs over the Packers. I think that I think the Bucks are going to beat the Packers in this game, and then um, I'm going to go with the like like uh, Kenny and CJ said the Panthers and uh, Bears. I like that one too. I like the way Bridgewater is playing. Um, I don't know in terms of the quarterback situation how consistent it is. You know, Trubisky and Foles. So I I think that the Panthers are going to find a way to win that game. They should. I mean. The Bears have and, quarterback issues, that's for sure. But go ahead, Ben. Yeah, and then uh, – sorry to cut you off, Laura. Uh Just kind of want to get to your next point for the Patriots. You asked about the keys to the game. I'm talking about what to expect on Sunday's game since on Friday, on our show Friday, we're going to talk more about what to expect on the Patriots and Broncos game. We'll talk about a lot of that stuff on Friday on our Patriots talk show. Yeah, so I think that just like – the key thing is just to control the, the clock uh, and to make sure that you don't get the Broncos extra possessions. Um, Broncos are a very young offensive team. They're very uh, young and quick with their receiving core. Judy and uh, Onroff Hamler will be playing, but they also have Noah Fant, uh, who's not really fast, but he has really good hands. And the Broncos over the last several weeks have used a lot of their tight ends. Uh, the running game, I know uh, Melvin Gordon had a DUI, so I'm not sure if he's going to be playing or not, which could be um, kind of a big, uh, you know, relief for the Patriots because they, they faced Gordon in the past and he's given them some problems. Uh, but Lindsey's a really good back as well. So they have him uh, to, to potentially fill the void with more uh, reps. Uh, but obviously getting Cam back and, and Gilly, I think, is a big relief. Uh, you know, pretty much your best offensive player, your best defensive player on both sides. And uh, I think that, as long as Cam just holds on to the football and gets his reads going, I think it also can help Julian Elliman out to have a breakout game uh, because he's just kind of been slow the last several weeks. So I think this is kind of a game that the Patriots can get going. I think the time is actually 
in favor of them. Um, I think that against the Chiefs, with obviously the COVID stuff and them having to travel the same day, I just think that was a lot, you know, not in their favor. And obviously playing one of the best teams in football is obviously not doesn't help either. But uh, the fact that they played hard against the Chiefs, uh, you know, especially without Cam and just all this other stuff going on, it just gives me a good vibe in terms of the way that they can beat Denver. But it's going to be tough. Uh, but I think that they'll pull it out because it's at home. And, uh, you know, young quarterbacks going into a house of uh, – in Gillette Stadium where Bill Belichick doesn't let a lot of rookies go in and beat him. And I'm not saying that Drew Locke has a chance because I think he's a very up-and-coming great quarterback. But as long as they can just get to him and make him, uh, you know, throw the football around, I think they'll make some turnovers. And uh, that will be the, you know, the sign factor in the Patriots to Yeah, win. Patriots should win this game. That's for sure. So – with that being said, let's go to our rest of our week six picks. So basically, one of my picks was the uh, Brown Steelers. Kenny, I'm going to have you get take your picks here. So who do you have winning between the Patriots and the Broncos? Um, uh, I like the Patriots because um, I'm not sold on the, on the Broncos' backup quarterback. It could Drew Locke could be playing then. You know, he could be uh, he could be active for that game. But if not, it's Griffin. Yeah, he's he's garbage. Um, but here's the thing: the Patriots. I mean, I don't know who's going to start. Um, either Hoyer Cam or Newton or... should be back by on Sunday. I heard he just got taken off the COVID list. Okay, so that's good news. Um, Great news for the Patriots. Yeah. yeah. So, so the Patriot Patriots should be fine. Yeah. So you have the Patriots winning this game. What about the Steelers and Browns? I have the Browns winning this game. That's my upset special of the week. Ah. Um, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to stick with, I'm going to go with the Steelers. Yeah. The Steelers have been playing hot. Ben Roethlisberger is playing, always plays well against Cleveland, but when yep. healthy, the Steelers are a very good football team and they look healthy and they look better than they were last season. Now, with that being said, let's go to our rest of our week six picks. So with that being said, um, Ben, I'm going to go with you next. Who do you have between the Browns and the Steelers? I'm going to go with Pittsburgh. I think it's going to be a really close game, though. Uh, the Browns have been one of the best running teams in football. Um, but I think that, the, you know, going to Pittsburgh, they've always struggled there. Uh, so, obviously, that puts into play. I think Ben Roethlisberger is playing outstanding football, uh, whether it's going to Juju Smith-Schuster, using James Conner, Benny Snell. Their defense has been great, too. I really like uh, them using – Minkovich, Patrick, you know, their their front's doing well. They're getting to the quarterback. Obviously, T.J. Watt as well, too. So, uh, I'm picking the Steelers in this game. I just think that they've been a great story so far. And and getting a really healthy Big Ben has been paying dividends. And so, I'm picking the Steelers in this game. But the Browns have been a great story so far. So, I wouldn't write them off in terms of if they lose this game to just say that they're all, you know, coming kind of back to earth at that point. Because I think that they've been a – great team so far and they played a lot of tough teams i mean the colts last game i think they really played real you know really well and the colts are one of the best running teams in the, in the league too so but i'm thinking this what, what about you cj man yeah it's going to be a really good game um you know the browns have really found their group found their identity being able to run the ball and set up the play action give, give it to those guys like uh, jarvis and, and odell still this defense is really tough though but uh, and you got and then the Steelers, you know, found this guy Claypool. 
the second round, looking like potentially be their number one guy. I know Juju's there, but you know, just his frame and uh, his ability to, to catch the ball in traffic and do a multitude of things. I think he might be their, their number one in the near future. So uh, it's going to be a really good game. But, uh, oh man, I think I'm going to go with. I'm going to go with the Steelers. I'm going to go with the Steelers in this one. I think it's going to be a close game. I know the Browns are playing really good ball. Miles um, Garrett is a, is a beast, one of the you know, best defensive players in the league. But I think uh, Big Ben, Big Ben out there is going to make some more plays. More Hopefully Miles Garrett good. doesn't make another dirty play on the Steelers like he did last season. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think uh, definitely. And I think they want to um, – Obviously, Rudolph won't be playing, but um, I think they want to come out and have a better game. And I think they want to, you know, dominate. And I think uh, I think Claypool has another another big game. I know Denzel Ward will probably play him, but uh, it's going to be a great game. Divisional matchup. The Browns are finally good, so I'm looking forward to it. Should be another great game, that's for sure. So, with that being said, let's talk about the Titans playing the Texans. So, Two former – it's the battle of former Patriots that are going up against each other. But I'm going to start – go first with this pick. I like the Tennessee Titans to win this game. They are playing out of their minds right now. I was really high on them before the season began. And after the after the playoff run they had, they're, they're the, the almost improbable playoff run they had, Tennessee is really picking up where they left off. So, Ben, you know Mike Vrabel and Romeo Cornell very well. And who do you like this – who do you like to win this game and why? Yes, yeah, I'm though. asking you first about because you know Mike Vrabel and Romeo Cornell uh, my, very well. Uh, go ahead and okay. Go ahead. Uh, go ahead. No, I'm, I'm uh, telling you, who do you pick in this game? I pick the Titans. Okay. Um, I'm picking the Titans too. Um, I was really impressed with the way that they played yesterday. They only had two days of practice uh, throughout the two weeks, basically off. Um, kind of all their shutdown facilities with that outbreak. Um, so, I like the way that they're playing the football. I think Ryan Tannehill is actually playing pretty decent football himself. Um, you know, as long as he doesn't turn the ball over, I think he's a very serviceable uh, quarterback. I don't think he is, you know, I think he's kind of like a Derek Carr type, you know, just kind of a guy that will not wow you, but kind of just get plays, get the job done if the guys around him are doing making enough plays. And it also helps when you have a healthy uh, Derrick Henry. Uh, you know, he absolutely tore the Josh Norman on that one play yesterday, threw him to the ground. Uh, but he's just been a, he's been a total beast, um, you know, as usual. And uh, I think that if Derrick Henry can just ground and pound against a Texans defense that even J.J. Watt's been, I think, a little bit, you know, coming to an end. He's kind of on the second half of his career. Uh, Romy Canale, I think, is a great coach. I've always loved him uh, as a coach in New England. Uh, but I think they're a younger-type group. Love Deshaun Watson, one of the best quarterbacks, I think, in football. Uh, but I think that the Titans really impressed me uh, yesterday, and I think they'll continue to uh, make a good, uh, uh, you know, rest, rest of the way. Their season uh, starts, you know, from yesterday till the next game. I think they'll win. They got this. I mean, Tennessee is off to a very good start here. So, CJ, I'm going to go with you next. Who do you like between the Titans over the Texans and why? Yeah, I 
think, uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think Cromwell actually coached the Patriots. It's going to be a good chess match between Cornell and uh, Mike Vrabel. Former player against his old defensive coordinator back in New England. That's a really intriguing game to watch, you know. Yeah, it is. It is a great storyline. Obviously, the Texans have a new life, you could say, after letting go of Bill O'Brien. Um, just wasn't the right, just wasn't the right fit for that that team. You know, his, his time ran its course. Uh, but back to this game, you know, the divisional game, uh, it's going to be really close. Uh, you know, I think the Texans beat, beat the Titans last year, so um, you know they, they know the formula. Obviously, that, that was obviously with, with D Hop there. They don't have D Hop now, but I'm, I'm rolling with Tennessee. You know, uh, Tannehill's been playing some some really excellent football right now. And, you know, just not turning the ball over, making sure that, you know, the defense is putting them in a great field, field uh, position for them to score. You got to worry about Derrick Henry. Every he, well, but every the point I'm going to make about Derrick Henry, CJ, is uh, if opposing defenses can't stop him, and if they let him rush over 200 yards, then the game's over. Yeah, exactly, because, you know, he's able to control the clock and, uh, you know, just keep the, keep the shot watching on the sideline. And they, they do a great job of that. They, you know, they, they really did. They almost, they almost did it against the Chiefs. The Chiefs just came out and they were able to just score points so quickly. Um, they kind of offset that uh, uh, time possession uh, mindset. So, but I think, I think in this game, Tennessee, I think they just, they just, what they did to Buffalo last night was, was, was a phenomenal performance. You know, they caused so much flag for you know what's going on with the, with the, with the COVID and, and things like that. You know, the media were ripping them. Uh, front and back for these last two weeks, and they came back and just really just shut everybody up. Another point to make is Tennessee's actually built to win the division for years to come with the team they have. Right. No, I'm talking about ten- the Tennessee, Titans. Son? Oh, Tennessee. Oh, Tennessee? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. If ten- if ten- if he's playing like the reason why I say that is because uh, yeah, Mike, so Vrabel is, Mike Vrabel has done a better job with coaching this team than Mike Malarkey. That's that's the point I want to make on the Titans because from day one, Mike Vrabel has built this program from being rebuild to contenders. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say re- I, I wouldn't say rebuild because you know they, they've been nine and seven in the last four years, but I think just getting that right guy as the head coach definitely works. So I agree with you. Hopefully they they did. They they Henry signed Derrick Henry to uh, like a long term deal this off season. Oh, yeah, because okay, uh, okay. he signed a new four-year deal with the team on July 15th. So Tennessee's in good hands now. All right, so yeah, they're in good hands. So I think you know, they're able to run the ball, play defense. And I think they're going to give Deshaun Watson some problems. And if they can keep the ball out of his hands um, by keeping him on the sideline, um, I think I think Tennessee's going to win this game. Let's go to Kenny. So, you obviously don't know these guys pretty well since you're not a really a New England Patriots fan. So, who do you like between the Titans over the t- and the Texans? Uh, well, te- uh, well, I got the te- uh, Titans. They're they're one of my locks. Um, I, you know, I don't think anybody can stop the Titans right now. No, they're, absolutely they're, not. Mike Vrabel and yeah. John Robinson have done an unbelievable job with this team. Knowing, yeah. you know, going back to their time in New England, 
And they really, I think out of the Belichick coaching tree, who's the most successful head coach out of Belichick's former assistants slash players, it has to be Mike Vrabel. Yeah, absolutely. He, so do you guys, do you guys, so do you agree, Kenny, about Mike Vrabel being the most successful head coach out of O'Brien, oh. Flores, Patricia, Judd? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's it, Lorenzo. It's not even close. Yeah, it's not. Mike Vrabel is only 45 years old, the youngest head coach in the NFL. And and look, and he's already he's already making quite an impact in Tennessee, despite going nine and seven these past two seasons. He's really taken this team to a whole new level. Don't you think? Oh yeah. So, anyways, guys, so that being said, let's move on to the Ravens Eagles game. So I picked the, the Ravens to win this game just because. I don't think the Eagles defense is ready to get to Lamar Jackson. So, Kenny, I'm going to talk to you. You know John Harbaugh very well as an Eagles special teams coach under Andy Reid. And also Doug Peterson might have worked with him too. So, with that being said, Kenny, you think the Ravens are going to win this game. I know you would say that. But also, can the Eagles find a way to win another football game? Um, look. Lorenzo, the only way I see the Eagles pulling the upset here is if they if they stop um, if they pressure Lamar Jackson, um, and and just I, I'm just I'm very concerned about I'm like I said earlier I'm very concerned about their offensive line, and and their defense you know they can't they can't get off the field. Um, so, I mean, and that's not good when they're facing, you know, Lamar Jackson and that offense um, and and also the Ravens defense. I mean, yeah, you're absolutely right. The Eagles defense is concerning because they don't have that hard hitting safety in Malcolm Jenkins anymore. They have a the, the defensive line is still there with. Uh, Fletcher Cox, and I'm thinking about other names that are on that Eagles defense that still can be disruptive. Brandon Graham, those are the two best yeah. players on that side of the defense. They just need to, they just need to, they just need to put. What are you saying, CJ? Darius Slay as well. Yeah, and Darius Slay, who they Darius got. Slay I thought too. that's a good pickup, but really, as a whole, this Eagles defense has to be a concern, Kenny. Yeah, and. I just don't understand why Howie can't draft, uh, you know, you know, in, in defensive backs. I mean, it, it just, I, I just don't know why. I mean, and and also I'm I'm looking at the line linebacker, linebacker core. You know, you know, if if I were to, if I were to name them right now, you probably wouldn't. You'd probably be like, who? Who? I mean, yeah. So uh, yeah, so I mean that 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 says it all. Yes, that says it all. So Kenny, you think in order for the Eagles to beat the Ravens, you ha- the defense has to pressure Lamar Jackson. But how the Eagles can can keep up in this game is if Carson Wentz gets well protected and if he gets Lane Johnson back at this for this game. Yeah, and and also and also um, another thing um, I didn't mention. Uh, and the Eagles receivers um, earlier, you know, Travis Fulgham is someone I never even heard of. 
uh, is the leading receiver. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> what ha- what's going on with Jalen Rieger and those guys? You think Jalen Rieger will get up there? Yeah, yeah, he's hurt right now. Um, he's recovering from his injury. I don't know when he's, he's going to be back. Uh, I don't know when uh, Alshon Jeffrey's going to be back. He should be back anytime, any, anytime uh, now. And Deshaun Jackson. Uh, don't forget about Jackson. Speedy Jackson. Yeah. But here's Deshaun Jackson is injury prone. He always gets hurt. You can't rely on, rely oh, on him. Oh, I mean, he's just there. Because he's back with the Eagles because he knows Doug Peterson well. Yeah. And also, um, Zach Gertz. I don't know what's going on with Zach Gertz. I mean, Number one tight end. And this year, he's he's facing a lot of – he's struggling right now. Yeah. I, maybe it's because he got an argument with Howie Roseman or if he wants a new contract. He wants I mean, a new Rodney contract Harris with the Eagles. This. He wants to be here. Yeah. So, maybe that has a lot to do with his uh, regression, with his struggling. Yeah, it might be. But, look, I mean – Let's see what happens. We'll we'll have to discuss this game next week. So also we have to talk about when the Eagles play the New York Football Giants. So that should be a win for the Eagles. But again, you never know. I mean, can you beat this Giants team without Saquon Barkley? Oh, absolutely. If it's Saquon in there, it's a whole different ball game. Yeah. But the Giants right now are they just need to figure themselves out right now. So we'll talk about them in just a minute. So with that being said, I'm gonna go with Ben Nick. So who do you like winning between the Philadelphia Eagles and the Baltimore Ravens? Uh, I'm gonna go with the Ravens. They're they just have a lot of offensive firepower. Uh, the Eagles have a lot of questions on both sides of the ball as you guys are talking. Uh, Zach Ertz has actually been a name as a Pats fan. I Hope that they at least can get some trade interest in uh, by the November 3rd deadline. Uh, I'm not sure, actually, if he really wants to be there long-term tomorrow. I, I don't don't exactly know if, in terms of Carson Wentz with his struggles, uh, you know, we've seen a lot of Nick Foles with Zach Ertz in terms of his timing with him. Uh, maybe it's just a lot of distractions, as you guys were talking about, but I'm not sure exactly if that's the right fit for the long-term anymore, Zach Ertz down in Philadelphia. They just have a lot of uh, questions going on. I think Jalen Rieger could be a really good player for them. He just has to be out there and playing. Um, you know, Alshon Jeffrey's obviously been a guy that's been able to make plays at times, but he hasn't been able to be consistently out there too. Um, you know, he, he's been actually a trade target for many seasons uh, the last couple of years. And uh, just their defense, like Darius Slay, I thought would – Give them something, he would help out. Uh, they just, I don't know, it's just something up with them this year. Um, if that just kind of is a big reason in terms of why I thought the uh, NFCs has been just kind of, you know, kind of there this year. You know, no, nobody really, you know, shown why they're really the best team in that division. Uh, I think Doug Peterson's a pr- pretty decent coach. Had a lot of respect for him when they won the Super Bowl against the Patriots, obviously, a couple years ago. Um, but the Ravens have a lot going for them, and they're still obviously one of the best teams in football. Uh, Lamar, I think, is going to be able to make some plays. Hollywood Brown, I really like. Um, they're using their running game a lot um, for the most part. I really like the way that Greg Roman runs that offense. So I'm going to go with the Ravens to beat the Eagles on Sunday. I am as well. I mean, there's a lot of concern with the Philadelphia Eagles right now. So, CJ, I'm going to go with you next. So who do you like between the Ravens and the Eagles and why? Baltimore as well. I just think uh, you know Lamar Jackson hasn't played great these last two games against the Washington football team. 
going to get the Bengals. Look at his, uh, his uh, completions per attempt. And his attempt hasn't looked too great. But, you know, they're still able to run the ball. It's still a threat running. He's also a threat running the ball. Mark Andrews is a yeah, great tight end, one of the best tight ends in the, in the league. He's able to make great plays in the red zone. He's that red zone threat. Looks like Hollywood is still starting to come along. Still think they need a, a wide receiver, a, a true number one. I think um, uh, Marquise Brown, I think, in time will be that number one. But I think they need a solid vet that can really make plays, a big possession guy. I think that will help, help Lamar a lot. But against, against the Eagles, I think they're still going to be able to get it done, be able to run the ball, be dominant. Uh, Travis Holden, yeah, like, 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 like Kenny said, you know, he's, he's one of those as a, as a big time player for them. I argue with Kenny as well. They don't have any linebackers, so, um, you know, you, have, you, you don't have linebacker play and you don't have, you don't have against a team that runs the ball. Yeah, team. absolutely. So, with that being said, the next game we're going to talk about next, the Washington football team playing against the New York Giants. Ben, I'm going to get to you in just a minute because we both know Joe Judge very well. The Giants are still winless, but they are looking to get their first win of the season. What a perfect opportunity for this Giants team to come in, come in, come into this game against the Washington football team and to potentially get a win back at MetLife Stadium as the Giants have been playing so badly this year. But also, I'm rooting for Joe Judge from a Patriots fan myself, and I do hope that he does get his first win as a head coach. He almost did in Dallas. But can he do it against this Washington football team that has been awfully bad? So I'm going to go with the New York Giants to win this game. Go Joe Judge. Go Daniel Jones. And also go Sterling Shepard and Evan Ingram. If you have Saquon Barkley in this game, that would have been a whole different dynamic. Ben, I'm going to go with you. Go, go, you go first with this pick. Uh, it's the tank ball. So uh, I'm not sure if any either team deserves the one. Um, but... I guess if I have to go with one, I guess the Giants. Um, you know, I would like to see, though, if uh, Alex Smith can get some more playing time. I thought that was an amazing story last week. Uh, and maybe this might be a game that they could uh, be able to use him more and give him some time to go in and make some plays. I really like Terry McLaurin. Um, I was a very young, up-and-coming, blasting receiver. Uh, but I think the Giants have been able to move the football the last couple of weeks, even though they haven't lost. And they've been close in games. Uh, you know, Blake Martinez, Blake Martinez has been a bright spot on their defensive core. Um, Darius Slayton has been great um, for that receiving core. Golden Tate's been uh, decent. He might be a guy the Patriots could take a look at, too. Um, and, and Daniel Jones, I just think the biggest thing is, is he, he just gets very turnover savvy. He's just one of those guys that hangs uh, onto the ball a little bit too long and uh, especially late in games when it might come down on the wire. Um, lots of chances last several weeks that he's had a chance to go down and win, and he hasn't been able to get the job done. But against a team like the Washington football team, I think it'll, you know, not a lot of pressures in this game in terms of who should win, who shouldn't, but if I had to go someone, I guess. Are guys. you saying that because of Joe Judge? You really hope that he gets his first head coaching win? Hopefully, yeah. I mean, uh, obviously he hasn't been a name that uh, should be on the hot seat. And I obviously don't think even if he, you know, he should go through the season, uh, you know, he shouldn't be on the hot seat right away. I just think that's not fair enough. You look at other guys like Adam Gase, who still have a job right now, and he's been with the team for several years. He should be more of a guy that should be on the hot seat. Uh, just the fact that he hasn't been able to get the Jets 
even the 500 wins for a lot of their seasons. Absolutely. So, so Ben, I'm going to mention some former I'm Patriots that are on the Giants staff that we both are familiar with. Patrick Graham, former yeah. Patriot linebacker coach, and also Brett Bielema, the former Arkansas coach, coaching outside linebackers, and he's the def- senior defensive assistant. Do you know any of those guys? Uh, I've heard of Patrick Graham before. I've heard I've heard a little bit about him. What about Jerry? Uh, no. I can't say his last name. It's hard to say his last name. He's the Giants quarterback's coach. It's Jerry S. I'm uh, not not hurt. not really too fond about. I I, I asked that because they they both worked under Bill Belichick. Yeah. Um, well, with that being said, I, I think that. But you know, Judge uh, Joe Judge. But, yeah, of course I know Judge. Uh, that's also a big reason in terms of Nate Edner, uh, one of the special teamers from the Pats. Uh, thought that they uh, Joe Judge probably recruited him to come over and play. You also look at a former Patriot that's on the Giants, too, Logan Ryan. Uh, there's probably some recruitment from there, too. Also, so, Cam Fleming, uh, former offensive tackle of the Patriots, and Deion Lewis. Those are former Patriots that are on the Giants right now. Yeah, so I'm yeah, still cheering yeah, on those guys. Yeah, you know, I am, too. Uh, I hope, they, I hope do, they have a good uh, game against this like, Washington yeah. football team. So, CJ... You're going to go next with this pick. Who do you like between the New York Giants and the Washington football team? I picked the Giants because of Joe Judge, and I am rooting for him and hoping that he does get his first head coaching win on Sunday. I, I predict that this will be the game. Yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm rolling with the Giants in this one. I think they've had, they've had opportunities to, to, be, to win two games already. Uh, they've that game against the Rams. They were moving the ball down the field and, and then jumping that pick uh, in the red zone. So, um, and, then, and then last week against Dallas, had an opportunity to win the game, lost by field goal. So they've been right there. Um, uh, to me, to me, that just speaks to how, how the players are really they, – they, they like Joe Judge as a head coach. They're playing for him. You know, a lot of teams with a with record like that, a lot of, them, a lot of times they just nail it in and just, okay, we're going to – you know, we're trash this year. Um, and you know you can kind of you can kind of see the, the relationship between the players and the coach depending on how they play regardless of record. So uh, I like the way they play. They play in the win despite not having you know the best player on the team in the same form. Um, but you know then like like Kenny and and, um, and Ben Sachs, you just gotta Dan Jones have to minimize the turnovers. You know, I asked that CJ because with the, with this game you know a lot of former Patriots coaches and players that are working for Joe Judge. Of course, of course. Uh, you know, they want to establish that. You know, Judge, he, he wants to establish his own identity as a head coach. And they do have, like, like you guys, like oh. you and Ben just talked about, you know, they have, they have some former players, some former coaches on, on that staff as well. So I, I think that's good. Um, I guess Washington's going to be tough. You know, they still have a really good front seven. I'm not sure when Chase Young is going to come back, but, you know, they still have some dogs up there up front with Swell, Allen, Kerrigan as well. So um, Kyle Allen is like starting this game. Story. You know, I feel like he's automatically automatic, you have to be come back. Yeah, Kyle is going to start the game. I don't know if he's going to finish the game. I think um, you know, he's an okay quarterback. Uh, he's, not, he's not that great to me. You know, he was really he, only reason why he got he got love is because Cam was hurt for the majority of the year last year in Carolina. So, and he knows Ron Rivera's system. Also, uh, for the first time, Ron Rivera is going to see Dave Gettleman on the other on the other spectrum of things. You know, so they know each other pretty well from their yeah, time in Carolina. Yeah. I mean, I don't think Gettleman. Are, 
Yeah, yeah, they have they have some they have some solid years in Carolina. I don't think Gettleman will be will be the GM of, of the Giants for, for that long, but um, you know, yeah, there's you know some some solid some solid relationships from from both teams, and it's a divisional game. You know, you know both teams are like uh, like Ben said, it's a tank bowl for sure. But um, yeah, I'm rolling with the Giants. You know, like I said, they, they've been winning, they've been close to getting some W's uh, here late, so. I think uh, I think they get it. There. I think they get the Absolutely. So, Kenny, you know this. You know these two teams very well. And you and and Ben said it's the Tank Bowl. Who do you like in the Tank Bowl? Um, I'm gonna go with the Giants in this one. Um, I I think, uh, I I think I think the Giants will pull this one off. I think this is the game that they'll get. Um, Joe Joe Judge will, That's a uh, will, will get his first win. Get his first win against. And I'm rooting for the guy because he used to work under Bill Belichick as the Patriots special teams coach. And I've always viewed Joe Judge as a potential head coach one day. And I think he's going to do a great job as a head coach. I'm rooting for him. You know? So with that being said, next, the next game we're going to talk about next is the Vikings taking on the Falcons. So the Falcons are still dying to get their first win. They just fired Dan Quinn and Thomas Dimitrov. Raheem Morris is now their interim coach. The Vikings nearly came from, nearly beat the Seahawks. And Kirk Cousins showed me that he can win primetime games, which is going to really boost his confidence. So, with that being said, uh, Kenny, I'm going to start with you in this one. Mike Zimmer, you might know well from his time in Philadelphia working for Andy Reid. But I think the Vikings are going to are, are get their season back on track despite the loss to the Seahawks last week. So who do you like between the Vikings over the Falcon and the Falcons? Yeah. Yeah. The Vikings, I, I thought they should have won that game, that Sunday night game. Uh, you know, just Russell Wilson was just unstoppable. You can't stop Russell Wilson. Yeah. Yeah. Never underestimate Russell Wilson. And when it comes to crunch time, um, and also, yeah. So Vikings, I, I, cannot see them losing to the, the winless Falcons. Um, uh, you know, the Vikings, they, they just have too much talent on both sides of the ball. Um, so, and so I, I got yeah, I'm, I'm asking you, I was saying you might know Mike Zimmer pretty well because he might have worked with Andy Reid before. Yeah, he's going to make a lot but of he was a, adjustments. He, 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 was a, he was a top assistant by Marvin Lewis. Back in his Cincinnati days, yeah. But now Marvin Lewis is no longer in the NFL because, yep. obviously, you know why. I mean, he was coaching for too long. <laughs> yeah, and he couldn't win. And yeah, couldn't win. A You're right game. about that. Zach Taylor has done a tremendous job mm-hmm. with Cincinnati. So I picked the I picked yeah. the Vikings to win this game. I have faith in Kirk Cousins now. There's, they should get. They're going to get back to being over 500 before you even know. Yeah, ben, I, I think they who will. do you like in this game between the Vikings and Falcons? You, I don't think the Vikings will lose to this winless Falcons team. Uh, yeah, I'm picking the Vikings to win this game. I just think that uh, the the Falcons have a lot of question marks. Uh, they just fired their head coach, uh, which obviously might be not a bad thing uh, because maybe it will jump them to get a win too because you saw what. The, uh, the Texans just did after following Bill O'Brien and got a win. Uh, but in retrospect, they were head to toe with one of the best teams in football, the Seahawks. Uh, and uh, 
if they didn't make a big crucial mistake instead of deciding to go for it on the run on fourth and one and giving the rest of us enough time to drive back over the field, hit DK Metcalf a couple times down the field uh, for them to get that win. Uh, they would have had a win last game, but I think that they're going to motivate them to be able to get the job done uh, against, the, against the Falcons team that just has a lot. Uh, you know, defensively uh, and, and offensively, obviously, I think Matt Ryan's been good. Um, I think that people won't give him enough credit because he just played for a really uh, tough franchise right now in terms of where they kind of stand. Uh, I think, and I, I heard this today, that uh, depending on where they stand, uh, you know, maybe Matt Ryan could be on the move after this season. Uh, who knows if how the quarterback uh, draft class is going to be, but if they're in the, within the top five in the quarterback draft class, I wouldn't rule out uh, potentially Matt Ryan going somewhere that might be more of a contender. And um, But we'll have to see where that stands in terms of Absolutely. The and CJ, since Kenny left, uh, so he just left our show, so we're going to continue on with our picks here. So who do you pick between the Vikings over the Falcons? I picked the Vikings, but also Dan Quinn and former Patriot executive Thomas Dimitrov were out the door in Atlanta, which was no surprise. Yeah, no surprise at all. I mean, ever since that Super Bowl, you can kind of see the writing on the wall. Uh, ever since, you know, we came back and, and did that, made that historic, got that historic W. So, um, you know, I feel like I feel like ever since then, you know. Falcons just need voice, a better GM left, now. Dimitrov's a good GM, him, so. but he's okay. Yeah, he's okay. I just think, yeah, like I said, it just ran it just ran his course. Like I said, that Super Bowl really hurt them, man. And you know, for you know, it's just it just sucks. But um, I, I'm I'm going with Minnesota in this one. You know, I feel like they were just really, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people were so quick to point to, um, you know, them going for fourth and one, and you know, here, I mean, I like the aggressiveness. You know, I understand the logic as well, being up eight, you know, letting Russell Wilson drive down the field and a score touchdown, and get a two point conversion. So I, I I get that logic. I think it makes obviously makes sense. But you know they had a fourth and ten, and DK just made a phenomenal play. And then you have a fourth and goal, and DK just made another phenomenal play. So <laughs> I mean you know if they you know if they were just honed in on defense, you know we're probably not even talking about that field goal and then missing it on fourth and one. So uh, you know it's just it's just it's just a part of the game. You know Seahawks just made more plays than um than, than the Vikings. But I think you know throughout that game before. Uh, before Dalvin Cook got hurt, they were able to run the ball. You know, they were really dominant. They were up 21-10 at the half. They were looking good. So, um, you know, I think against Atlanta, even though they don't have their coach, even though Dan Quinn is fired, I still think Minnesota should be able to come out and get this W. Kirk Cousins, I mean, Kirk Cousins is just Kirk Cousins, man. And he's making all that money. But, I mean, I already knew, like, he, he's not a he's not a top-10 guy. Are you talking um, – are you alluding to Matt Ryan? Maybe. Um, but – I just think that. Yeah, I thought you said something about that. Man, no, I'm Ryan. talking about Kirk In Cousins. In my eyes, Matt Ryan's always been one of the elite quarterbacks in the NFL. Uh, I, I mean, <laughs> I mean, he's uh, he, but he's he has right. choked he's in right. big I mean, moments too. He's had too. a lot of weapons around him, you know. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that and, you know, he he's puts you know he's a lead by, by stats wise, but when it comes, but. Right, exactly. But, you know, a lot of times those are garbage points as well. You know, you look at last year, you know, they were really down a lot. You know, they were trying to come back. The team was just playing pretty bad defense. 
they're just racking up those yards, and they got they got talented players to make those plays. So is he, you know, he's he's good. You know, he's good. Uh, I agree with Ben. You know, they, they might move him. I think the 49ers could be a could be a good spot for him. Obviously, he had this, the best year of his career playing with Kyle Kyle Shanahan. I don't think the Garoppolo thing Garoppolo will fail, but we'll just have season. to wait and see. They so go to the 49ers. I mean. Yeah, but I'm still going. I'm still going. With, uh, but yeah, but in this game, uh, I just think Minnesota is going to be able to make more plays. Uh, I don't know. If yeah, Dalvin I mean, Cook you can't lose Dalvin Cook, but I feel like that if they lose Dalvin uh, Cook for this game, I think the Vikings are going to pass the ball a lot. I mean, Kirk Cousins to Adam Thielen, and I think that even though the Vikings are without Diggs, I really could see. I do think that Kirk, the new receivers that have worked with Kirk Cousins, will click at some point. Yeah, talking about guys like Justin Jefferson, yeah, Justin Jefferson, Adam yeah, he's, you know, he's playing Obviously, great football. Obviously, you know right Kyle Rudolph being one of the elite players on this Vikings team. Irv Smith Jr., I think he'll get it going, but their defense is right. still very good. Yeah, their defense is still good. I mean, um, but, you know, I just, like I said, yeah, that's absolutely. why I think they're going to come they out. And I'm going to feel like what just happened. The next game we're going to yeah, talk about next is they should, they should get this one, the Lions. But, I mean, you know, cousin, who would have cousin, thought that so. the Lions would have one win already? They could have lost to the Arizona Cardinals. They could have been winless. But, hey, don't count out Matthew Stafford. And they're coming in this weekend to play Gardner Minshew and his magic tricks. He's the new magic man in the NFL against the Jacksonville Jaguars. So, with that being said, the 1-4 and four Jaguars going up against the 1-3 Detroit Lions. So, with that being said, I'll go first with this pick. I'm going to go with the Detroit Lions to win. I'm going to say by a field goal. Don't count out Matthew Stafford. But Gardner Minshew can't get counted out. So, CJ, we know Matt Patricia is on the hot seat. He, he's been blamed a lot throughout the throughout the Lions losing streak. And the thing with this Lions team is their defense isn't that good. Yeah, their defense isn't yes, that good. Yes, Matt Patricia's you know, defensive-minded. But I was going to so, allude to that. Uh, yeah, his t- I was going to allude to Patricia deserves some them. of the blame for this. Uh, I mean, most of it, most of it, man. I mean, I think, uh, you know, yes, hearing, I mean, hearing what you said about Darius Slay was not something they could have done, but I, mean, I do yeah, like, just... however, Jeff Akuda, who could really help this defense out in the long run. Yeah, yeah, Akuda's yeah, Akuda's good. Uh, he's a solid DB that they got with the fourth pick. But uh, yes, they should. I, I still think they should, they should win this game against, against Jacksonville, though. Um, Jacksonville. I like I like Jacksonville. I think they have some solid players, some underrated guys. But I just think I just don't think they have the quarterback to be able to uh, showcase no, how, how, how solid they the the are. Jacksonville. I like Minshew, man. You know he's he's good. Uh, I mean, <laughs> he's 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 good. He's solid. You just you have know, to wait and see. He's, he's led to come from behind wins. Opinion. You know. Um, I think. I think Yeah, no, he's he's good. He's serviceable. He, he kind of he reminds me of Ryan Fitzpatrick. He's like Ryan Fitzpatrick. You know, he can have good games, he can have bad games. Um, so you still not, think you know, the Lions will terrible. get their season on but track think, with a um, win? They're they're gonna get they're gonna get a quarterback in that draft. Yeah, they should. They should. I mean, 
they should be able to make some plays and be able to get some stops against against Minshew. Be able to turn the ball. And over. Ben, what do you think about um, the Lions and the Jaguars? I picked the Lions in this game because I really think the pressure is on Matt Patricia right now. Yeah, um, I really like Kenny Galladay on that team, uh, and I think that uh, this is a defense that you could be able to move football around. They also got DeAndre Swift, so. Um, I don't think they will need their defense to do a whole lot. Uh, I do agree with you guys. It's not great. Uh, definitely is some blame on Patricia, but I think this could be a game where they, they can get it the job done by their offense if they can get some points. So what do you think? What So are you saying that the blame is on Matt Patricia right now? Do you blame him for this, for this Lions mess? Um... Uh, yeah, I would say so. I mean, I'd say at least some of it, um, but I think that it's it's going. To, we're going to have to see what they do the rest of the time, uh, rest of their season. They're obviously playing a really tough uh, division. Uh, you know, you have a Bears team that's been playing really good uh, ball right now, uh, their defense especially, and then you look at the Green Bay, and they're one of the hottest teams in football. So. Uh, they're playing. They're playing with a really good division too, and uh, some of the some of it I, I give, I give Patricia uh, because they've fought, they've had some games that they potentially could have won. Uh, I haven't seen all their games, but uh, obviously I remember that first game where they played the Bears, and DeAndre Swift missed a wide open catch in the back of the end zone, close to the end of the game he dropped it. So I was just like, you know, that kind of defines the whole season. Probably just a lot of games that they are close in, but they just can't get the job done. Yeah, absolutely. So, so, but I'm picking the line. Yeah, absolutely. So, that being said, uh, the next game we're going to talk about next, the Indianapolis Colts are taking on the Cincinnati Bengals youth versus legend. So, Phillip Rivers, I mean, he almost got benched from Frank Reich, but I think the Colts are going to, the Colts have, a, have what it takes to bounce back against this very, I mean, rebuilding Bengals team. But I'm going to start with you, Ben. Who do you like between the Colts over the Bengals? I picked the Colts, but I do not, I'm do. i not going to count out Joe Burrow. Uh, I'm picking the Colts. Uh, I think that, that the Bengals have a lot of uh, questions, especially with A.J. Green. Uh, I think that he's been swirled around. He might be moved by uh, November 3rd. I know that Joe Burrow definitely wants to use him more, but I think that they really have to see what their offensive line's a part of. It's it's a whole mess there at that at that line, and if they can't keep Burrow up and uh, you know staying upright, it's just gonna be a long season uh, for that team. Uh, and their defense, I think that the Colts have a really big advantage with their rushing game against the defense that and Cincinnati, which gives them a rushing yards. You saw when, when uh, Cleveland ran it all down their throats when they played each other. So. I think that Phillip Rivers doesn't have to do a lot in terms of the passing game. Uh, he turns the ball over. Uh, as we saw last week, he's still susceptible to that. Um, and uh, But with that being said, I think they'll just keep on controlling the clock and run the football. And what about you, CJ? Who do you like between Phillip Rivers versus Joe Burrow? Yeah, I'm rolling with the Colts. Um, no, he didn't, didn't have a, have a good game, game at all last week. Against uh, last week. So against the Browns, against the Browns, 
Yeah, so I think I think he'll bounce back against a, you know against a rebuilding team like you mentioned. Um, you know, Burrow's Burrow's good, um, but the you know, Colts defense is really really good as well. You know, um, up until last week, you know, they had one of the best defenses in the league. So um, I think they're going to be able to you know make some stops and, and make it difficult for 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 Burrow. Um, if they run the ball, get get mixing going, I think that could that could make it close. But I think uh, I think Philip bounce back has, has a much solid Absolutely. game. Absolutely. The next uh, game we're going to talk about next points. is the Panthers over the Bears. So CJ, is that your lock of the lock of the week or upset of the week? I I pick the Panthers to beat the Bears. Yeah, that's my uh, that's my upset. Um, you know, but you know. The Bears are good, man. The Bears are good. You know, Nick Foles. He did. I mean, know, he, he just, did. He, he, he played great. Played great in the Bears, Tampa Bay. In the Bears quarterback and, play, but you yeah. know what? They really have something to prove. Yeah, and then the defense is elite. You know, Khalil Mack, you know, had a field day uh, on Trishan Wurst on, on last Thursday. So, it um, looks like he's, you know, he's still just as dominant as ever, which is good. Um, but you know, I like I like, but I like the way Carolina's playing, man. Uh, Mike Davis running the ball. They don't have, they still don't have McCaffrey. Still playing inspired football. Uh, Robbie Anderson looks really good. I should have seen, you know, you know, just how better he plays when when they start to load up the box on McCaffrey. Um, and you know, just more one on ones, he's going to be able to get with his speed. So uh, you got to give credit to Matt Rule, man. Uh, you know, a lot of people Tanky thought for Trevor Lawrence. You, you know, mean they, right? You know, they would be, you know, have a have a worse have a. Take, take it for Trevor, but they're just having a worse record than what they have right now. So, um, you know, those guys, you know, those guys are really playing for him. They, they respect him a lot, even though even though he's a rookie head coach. Um, so I think I think it's going to be a defensive battle for sure. Um, but, you know, I, I think you got to give credit to Teddy as well. I think they just I just think I just think they just make enough plays um, to get the W. And then I'm going to go uh, with you, Ben. Who do you have good, between good game, uh, who do you have between uh, the Bears and the Panthers? Well, uh, before get before get going uh, after this one, uh, I will have this uh, prediction. Uh, I'm going to pick the Panthers. I really like the way they're playing right now. They're using their uh, weapons to Bridgewater's ability. Uh, and as, as I mentioned before earlier, uh, that uh, I just don't know in terms of the Bears' consistency at their quarterback position. Allen Robinson's been a great uh, bright spot for them. Uh, they've, they've used Jimmy Graham a little bit more in the last couple of weeks for a guy that might not be the same player, but he's been able to do some things in the red zone. And then Cleo Mack has uh, still been proven to be one of still one of the best uh, disruptors in the game too. So I think it's going to be a great game, close game. But I think that the way, like uh, CJ said, the way that Matt Rule has been doing with that team, you know, I don't think a lot of people expected them to kind of be where they were, where they are right now, uh, especially losing their best player in McCaffrey for this extended period of time. I think that he might be coming back within the next few short weeks. Not sure in terms of if that's the case or not, but that's what I think I've been hearing. So if that's the case and they're able to kind of find a way to win on Sunday, I think just it motivates them to, you know, keep playing for McCaffrey and, uh, you know, keep on keep the train going for a team that might surprise more people. Absolutely. So the next game we're going to talk about next, the Dolphins are taking on the New York Jets. I mean, that game, the Dolphins are supposed to play Denver this week, but Denver's obviously going to New England. So, with that being said, I mean, the Jets are winless, but I don't, I am not sure if they are going to win a game this year. But the Dolphins, on the other hand, Brian, Flo- my, my, my boy Brian Flores and his coaching staff has done a tremendous job 
with this Dolphins team last week. They had a statement win in San Francisco, but I'm anxious for Tua time in Miami. So, CJ, I know I'm anxious for Tua time. I really want to see him out there, but Ryan Fitzpatrick is doing a great job as of the moment. So, with that being said, CJ, who do you like in this game and why? Roll with Miami. Uh, like you said, they played phenomenal against 49ers last week. You know, put up, you know, big, big points. Uh, Brian Flores, man, you know, you know, that's our guy, you know, uh, coming from New England. You know, just playing well. Ryan Fitzpatrick had a great game. You know, if he, you know, if he plays well, they'll have a good shot. Uh, defensively, you know what they're, you know they're going to do every single night. So, uh, yes. Every single week. So, I think um, it, was, it was a good, really, really good game. But I think, you know, the Jets, you know, they're struggling, man. You know, they just cut Le'Veon. Uh, you know, Adam Gase is – is he on the hot seat? We don't even know. I think he should be. But uh, but I think the Dolphins, they come out and, and dominate the Jets in this game, just like how they dominate the 49ers. Uh, is, it, is it two a time? Uh, not not yet. I mean, Fitzpatrick's is playing good ball. You know, you have a, he, he's, playing, he's, playing, he's playing some solid football. Uh, these last three weeks, they played the Jaguars. Um, they played the Seahawks. And you know they played the game against the 49ers, so uh, you know he's been he's been okay in those three games. He's been you know last last week he played great, um, so I don't think it's too a time yet. You know just have him continue to you know get healthy, um, you know get some mental reps. Watch watch what watch what uh, Fitzpatrick does. Watch his, watch what he does well. Watch what he does bad, and um, you know hopefully they could come out later 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 towards the end of the season. He get some playing time, but. In this game, you know, they don't, they don't need him. In this yeah, game. absolutely. So, but also for the, on the Jets, no Sam Darnold. Buttons. And it's going to be the battle of the old quarterbacks. It's going to be Joe Flacco versus Ryan Fitzpatrick. I think Fitzpatrick's right, going to outplay it. Joe Flacco. Yeah, without question, man. I mean, Flacco, you know, he, he, had, he had some solid years with the Ravens. But, uh, you know, you know he's, a, he's a good quarterback. But just the Jets don't even have the type of talent. Right now, it's for him. He needs. He needs a, a a really, really great team. Yeah, the Jets don't have that. So that being said, the next game we're gonna talk about is man. What a game to watch! I'm excited for this matchup. Our <laughs> guy Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers take on Aaron Rodgers in the Green Bay Packers. So the Packers are four and zero. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers are three and two. And with that being said, I'm gonna pick the Tampa Bay Buccaneers to upset the Green Bay Packers at home. I think Tom Brady is going to have a good game against Aaron Rodgers. You know Tom Brady has has played well against Aaron Rodgers. Who do you like in this game and why between Brady versus Rodgers? Yeah, I'm rolling with the Buccaneers. Uh, I could be a little biased, but, um, you know, I like Green Bay as well. I got the number two in my, my NFL power rankings. So, I um, mean, you know, they're playing good ball. Aaron Rodgers is definitely, you know, top two MVP candidate right now. Um, but, you know, this this is the best defense he's, he's, play, he's played against so far um, on, on Sunday. So, um, I think, you know, they're going to come out and, you know, be dominant. You know, they play great against the Bears as well. You know, yeah, he didn't staff, know what quarter it was when, when I saw um, him the out there. Quarter, I uh, still watch Tampa night, Bay so. games whenever the Patriots don't play at the same time as the Buccaneers. But it's always – I have fun watching Tom Brady play with this Tampa Bay team. I mean, he has a good supporting cast, and he also has weapons to throw to now, which I was stressing about. Yeah, he has some solid weapons. Um, you know, obviously, Godwin has been out for the majority of the, of the year, so that's tough. 
But um, you know, Grant, I think I think I think we'll start to see. Yeah, Gronk, OJ Howard's done for the season. Get more, he can't stay get some more play towards the end of the year. Um, right. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, what so, were you saying? I think. Um, I think I think I think I think I think the Buccaneers. Yeah, it's two goals, but we, we're going with you're going to you, know, you and I are goals. both going with our guy Brady. Um, with uh, with Brady, even with though Brady he's not a Patriot anymore, we miss him in New England. But here, speaking of yeah. Brady, yeah, I'm going, I'm whenever going the Bucs play the Patriots next season, not to get ahead of ourselves, since that game <laughs> next year is going to be at Gillette Stadium, and if they allow fans to be back, I cannot wait to hear Gillette Stadium go nuts when Tom Brady returns to Gillette Stadium. And he and he's gonna hear all the cheers from the from the Patriots faithful. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's gonna it's gonna be it's that's that's gonna be a special. Game. I would Hopefully like to see fans to see Brady's fans. return to Foxborough. I think that game that should one. be a Sunday night um, football game there. under the lights. Yeah, I'm just yeah, saying I'd, that because I'd, I'd, you know how I'd much New down. England misses Brady and sure. how much you and I miss um, him in that uniform. And he has done so and but I but I am confident that he's doing good, he's gonna do definitely. great things with the Buccaneers, and I think the fans are gonna love him down there. I think I think yeah, he's really getting Bruce Arians' um, offense. That's that's the key. You know, even though they haven't Yeah, yeah. I think I think it needs. To, I think it needs to be a happy media between both of those type of offensive styles. I mean, you know, you know, Brady. You know, I, I know Bruce Arians likes to push the ball down the field. That's his mo. But um, you know, late, late in, in in the playoffs when it when it gets tight, and Tom Tom is a surgeon, man. And you know, he, he, what he does is he gives, he takes what the defense gives him, and that's that's what's worked for him so long in his career. So. Um, that's what got him all the Super Bowls. I mean, I like Arians. He's been successful in the league, but, you know, he hasn't won any Super Bowls. So, um, I think, like I said, I feel like it needs to be a happy medium between both of those offensive systems. Um, and I think I think they could be able to do that because I think with, with Brady being able to, uh, you know, people call it dink and dunk, but um, if that's what you want to call it, cool. Um, but, you know, with him being able to do that, you know, it could set up deep plays down the field. Absolutely. So, the next um, thing we're going to talk about before in the show is that Alabama coach Nick Saban has tested positive for COVID. Obviously, a big college game on Saturday between Alabama and Georgia. What a rivalry that is his in college football SEC play. Yeah, man, big, 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 big loss. Um to the Alabama football team, um, you know, prayers up to, to Nick Saban. You know, he's, you know, he's up there in age, so, um, you know, I'm pretty sure. Yes, yeah, hopefully it's speedy recovery to you. So, CJ, Alabama, with so. that being said, everybody, uh, have a great recovery. night. CJ, you have a good night, and we'll see you next week on our show. All right, see you next week, Laura.